It's. I thought you thought the bathrobe was cool, and that's why I think it's. I think it's cool. I'm just not sure it's. I would be maybe a little bit nervous to walk past somebody in it. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna. I was just saying I don't want to walk past someone in my bathrobe because I'm naked underneath. Not because but of you're what not naked. it you looks are, like. You are covered up as the whole point. And you, the thing that you don't want people to see is not even naked because you're really okay with that. You'd be, <gasps> you'd be more okay. You're so salty <laughs> with how okay I am okay. with being naked. Be you you okay tricked naked me. Than, like, than, so, you're so than, supportive. <laughs> and now you got your little salt about my nakedness. <laughs> and that's okay, baby. It's all for you. But it's a part of my fucking brand. <laughs> what? Welcome to Chatty Rongos. <laughs> Fell a little flat there, babe. Chatty, chatty. I don't know how to sing. Yes, you I don't do. Have, I don't have much musical ability. That is, that's it's not true. a limiting true. belief. You knew I was going to say that, but I tried not to say it because I said in in the last podcast. But self-limiting beliefs are very important to pay attention to, and I'm sure we'll get more into that in the future. But, baby, you... How are we actually going to start? Weren't we going to sing a song? What song were we singing earlier? Forever young. I want to be forever young. Forever young. Do you really want to live <laughs> forever? <laughs> and which is the actual the um, topic of this episode is yoga. We're talking about living forever and 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 staying young for the rest of our lives. <laughs> That's is, why we do which yoga. Which is why we do yoga. Because we want to so, live. Let's forever. talk about yoga, babe. But before we talk about yoga, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Erica. I'm Dominic. And we are two chatty rungas. We're two little <laughs> chatty runga babes, and we're just happy to be here, living, mm. loving, and coming at you live from the yoga room. We got some dates for you coming up. We do have some dates that we want to just shout out. May twenty seventh, coming up. May twenty eighth, which it's one? May twenty seventh, baby, and we May are going to be hosting our first hiking and yoga event. So we are going to be going up to the White Mountains in Orange, New Hampshire for a Mount Cardigan hike, picnic, yoga, all day experience. Extravaganza. Yes. And we have been chatting about hosting our first backyard ceremony May 1st. That may also be May 1st coming up quick. And coming up even sooner than Mm. that, Ganja Yoga will be back on the sketch. So we look forward to a little 420 celebration that will be coming forward in the future. Oh, is there going to be a 420 Ganj? 420 Ganj, baby. I know this is the first time you're hearing about it. Um, Nice. I just assumed that there would be. Yes, of course. Beautiful. And more dates to come, so stay tuned. We have a, we have a big summer, announcement Summer solstice coming. retreat. Ooh, that's the big announcement, babe. It's out. <laughs> <laughs> summer we're, solstice we're, retreat. When are we planning on dropping that, babe? Um, why, don't we get people, why don't we get people excited about it? Baby, this is the time. Do it. It's being Sell planned it through 
Alasana. We are renting the uh, Nomad Retreat Center. And we're heading up to South Paris, Maine. June 18th weekend. For some hiking. Same same style, but it's an overnight. Mm-hmm. And we got to get the proper insurance. <laughs> we have some insurance right now. <laughs> but we got to get some more proper insurance. We can, and cut that's, this, we can cut this out if you want. And this is the beauty. No, this is important. This is what it is. We're is learning action. to run our own small businesses. We're learning to run a small business as one. We're learning to tap into supporting the small businesses that we're already a part of in the process. So this is actually important to talk about because this is our yoga, finding union of all the things that matter to us and doing them safely and properly. And with all the proper precautions and adult things to keep this train rolling. And I think to keep this train rolling, let's get started with a moment of grounding before we just get into chatting about the questions we're going to do. So we're going to do a little breath work, a little moment to ground. So if you're listening, whether you're driving or you're cleaning your house or you're like trying to ignore your kids, either way, this is the opportunity to really drop into the space with us. You can already hear Dominic's beautiful inhalations and exhalations. (laughs) Wherever you are, just let yourself ground down. So if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. But if you aren't, please do. And take a moment to drop into your breath. So taking a big breath in through your nose. And surrender. Just let it go. We're just going to do that two more times to breathe into our hearts and into our bodies, a little vitality. And releasing any other bullshit that's been a part of your week. This last one, make it the best one. Let's breathe in, fill all the way up. And surrender, letting it all go. So beautiful. Shanti babies, Shanti. thank you. Bless, bless. Sometimes we'll sprinkle a little, a little medis in here, little <clears throat> tips and tricks, yoga poses baby, to. Baby, praise God. Yes, baby. So, how are you doing? I'm today, not. Love? I'm not doing well because my back hurts, but I am doing better. That is something Dominic you never say. I'm not doing I am well. Doing better. No. Yeah. I don't want to say I'm not doing well. I'm doing well. Obviously, we're doing well. But I've had a little nagging in injury, hurt, injured. What's the difference? You know, who's to say? But I went for a run on Saturday morning. And I noticed a little twing, little twang in my back when I got back to the truck. And I was leaning over and I couldn't twist and I couldn't bend. And I said, oh, that really sucks. And then the next day I woke up and I couldn't do anything. And the next day I woke up and I couldn't do anything. And then it started getting a little bit better today. Went to the chiropractor. Stopped all my tone and flows um, because I can't do any of the moves. So, you know, it is what it is. We're getting we're getting a little bit better just as the muscles start to loosen up and stop spazzing out because that's what it's a my ribs or something is is spazzing and it's not letting me uh, move properly. So I've been dealing with that and it's been a real opportunity to slow down, which I don't do until I have to. When something like this happens, so or like when I force you to quarantine, 
<laughs> or like when Erica forces me to quarantine. So I actually I only bring that up because this is honestly like the no, third time. No, I didn't. I didn't. This is the first time. I mean, like the third time this year that you've kind of had to take a step back from teaching. Like, and it's something you're doing full time all the time every day. So I feel like you've had a little practice in having to take these steps back. And I think that this time has been like the most beautiful time you've handled that process of kind of like letting that go and slowing that down. Well, yeah, I've been I've been going back to my roots of not doing any of the um, poses while I teach because that's how we were trained at Exeter Power to like um, walk around the room, look at the students while you're teaching the class which is definitely something that i struggle to do because i tend to practice the entire time that i teach and i'll like i'll glance glance back at people like while i'm in downward facing dog and just check and check and see how people are doing but yeah i need to i need to do that so it's been a practice in getting back to that and it's been I mean, not not bad, honestly, to teach a regular class, to teach a, a power class. Let's talk a little bit about the classes that we teach and the different the different styles of yoga. So, the tone and flow I mentioned I subbed out is like you're you're using resistance bands. It's TB12 mixed with mixed with vinyasa yoga, so it's like very high energy. Music is loud, um, usually uh, upbeat songs and just moving a lot. So. I can't do those classes right now because I cannot twist and bend and do, you know, high energy moves. Like yeah, that. you want to pump it up, and if that's not what your body is capable of doing right now, then not my body's doing. And not they're not going to force it, and that's my, beautiful. My mind is sad. Mind right now, it's like it's it's kind of been sad. Dom, past couple of days, I feel like, and sad I'm boy. just bummed. I'm just bummed out because my body is in pain and I can't move and it really puts things into perspective of like people who are in pain every day and how much it really affects your mood when you're in pain like that is that's why people say health is wealth health is if you can get through the day without being in just affected by this this back thing it's really taken a toll on my mood and i've been a little bit i don't know have you noticed that i've been well, I feel like Surly. you've definitely been, you know, more on just like a receiving slower end, you know, rather than like that do, do, like do, go, go, go. So, yeah, I mean, I can definitely, I've obviously seen it, but I don't think that it has necessarily translated around too much. It's more okay. just well, in that, in the moments of when you're in pain or in the moments when you've needed to kind of check yourself, it shows and that's okay because that it needs to come out in that, in that way. Views. But even like we spent time with your family on, on Tuesday and how they talked about how they never see like, quote unquote, like a bitchy side of you. I still think that's present. You don't, you really do a beautiful job at not um, putting your stuff onto other people. I, I, I really do try not to. And so, thank goodness. Yeah. So tone and flow, um, teach. Uh, I'm a sponge. Slow. <laughs> <laughs> teach. Um, yeah. I don't, I can't do that. No, 
No. Um, so tone and flow. You tone, you flow, you rock it. You make us do a lot of bicep curls, a lot of tries. Core. Wish that there were more squats. I know I keep putting that request in, but core. I'm saucing them. I'll it's do more squats booty, and babe. Done. Done and done. We will do squats next time. Yes. Um, what else do you teach? You talked about vinyasa. So what does what is to vinyasa? you what is vinyasa? And what then maybe vinyasa? I'll give a little insight on what I believe. The, is isn't the definition yoga. of vinyasa linking breath to movement the actual, like, Webster's dictionary, vinyasa? Well, Webster's definitely doesn't know the entire deal. No, but I why don't we have? There are many. There are many. Why don't we have our beautiful uh, producer shout out shout Stephanie out. Robinson? Steph. Give us that logistical vinyasa yoga definition right now for our listeners who don't Not even like know yoga. Oxford language is says that it's movement between poses and yoga typically accompanied by regular Yeah, beautiful. So linking, vinyasa linking yoga is it's the yoga that was really brought over and made its move into the Western world. And then everybody started picking up on their own vibes and own feelings for it and have started to just kind of spider web from there. Vinyasa practice being um, a, a vinyasa in practice, I should say, is the series of poses of Chaturanga, upward facing dog, downward facing dog. Would you say that is the, or would you, would you include well, the entire a, sun A in I, the vinyasa? What, where does the vinyasa start and end? The vinyasa starts and ends in the grounding. It starts with the grounding and it ends in the shavasana because it's linking the breath with the movement. We have in the cult. The the why are you the giving me that series face? of poses that breaks up Baby. the sequences. Well, what? Well, what I'm saying is, is I feel that vinyasa, people say take your vinyasa, that is just like a thing that's gotten really common to say to go through your chaturanga, your upward facing dog. Like so that's, that's what just we're talking a about. thing. Right. That's what we're talking about. So what about. do you think where do you think it starts and ends? <laughs> I think that it's not just those poses, babe. No, it's not I'm just saying. those poses. But if it were those poses, hypothetically, what we're talking oh. about right now. Where do you where does your where what does your vinyasa look like, babe? How about that? My vinyasa, it looks like, are you chatting about my vinyasa from that? <laughs> like, this is a moment that we're in the podcast where if you're not listening, Dominic is doing this thing where he looks at me with his eyes super wide, like a lemur, and like his mouth is dropped, and he's just absolutely shocked that I don't know what's going <laughs> on. But that's just the reality. You know, sometimes people live on different pages. Yeah. So I'm a little... When, when a teacher says, take your vinyasa, was that a common phrase for someone to say, take your vinyasa? move through your vinyasa that's move that's what vinyasa. i was trying to say is that that this is a common thing that people have just started to say but vinyasa yoga i believe is the whole class like vinyasa that. yoga is the whole class it's called the power vinyasa flow right yeah but within the class there are vinyasas which break up the sequences right so that's what we're talking about right Exactly. No, like no, this no, no, is no, 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 no. I'm not saying the sequence is a synonym for vinyasa. I'm saying the sequence of chaturanga, upward facing dog, downward facing dog is a vinyasa. Uh, that that series yes, of, baby, of you know course. like what you'll do. Right. And the 
And where I was just a little confused with you for a second is why you were asking me where it begins or how it begins. And for me, I would say... Does it say, begin with halfway lift? For me, no. Does it begin with rise? Does it begin with root to rise? My loves, we're now talking about sun salutations. That's what I'm saying. What's the Where's the differenti- differentiation between a sun sal and a vinyasa? There isn't. Vinyasa is the type of yoga. I don't know if this can go on the podcast. (laughs) Well, I've... (laughs) No, we're going to keep rocking with it. Yeah, we are. This is what happens, you know, when yoga is... Anyone can teach it. This is what happens when anybody can run like a 200 hour training and like throw things out because I did a two week intensive in Costa Rica, 25 other hours where before I went there online, Dominic did weekends in a completely different place, power yoga. I learned all different types of yoga. And this is what happens when there's all different types of teachers over the world and we're all coming into yoga, moving for our own reasons and doing our own thing like Things are going to get lost in translation and it's all it's all relatively so fresh. So I don't know. I feel like it makes sense that we have like we're all, we're all very experienced yogis, but we're kind of in this like funny triangle right now. Of yeah, of like not really knowing what we're talking about. Yeah. And that's and th- so that's where I was coming from when I heard you asking me that question. I was like that the whole thing is vinyasa. So I was like. You were asking me about where my son is or where my chaturanga vinyasa is because that's a thing people say, take your vinyasa. But the whole time, know, we're actually I don't taking understand. our vinyasa. I know. That's why it's like we're just talking in circles almost. It's yes. Like, <laughs> now. <laughs> oh okay. I teach power vinyasa flow at Hot Asana, also slow vinyasa flow. Both classes... Um, you are doing vinyasa the whole time. That's why it's called power vinyasa. <laughs> and within the class, there are, you know, we'll do a sequence where, you know, you'll lift your yes. right leg, yes. three-legged dog, step it through, crescent, warrior two, reverse, and then you put your hands back down on the ground. When you put your hands back down on the ground and step it back to your high plank, I think that's where your vinyasa would start. So your vinyasa goes from your high plank, chaturanga, a.k.a. chaturangas, and then upward facing dog, straighten your arms, crown of the head to the sky, gaze straight forward, keep your legs engaged, knees are up, back to your downward facing dog. That's where I think your vinyasa would end. But also you're in vinyasa the whole time. So, so you're that's really where still you're, you're really just vinyasa in the whole damn time. So and Dominic, confuse, you're saying the same thing you were already saying. everybody. <laughs> Oh, oh my, my goodness, goodness gracious. gracious. Maybe. I also teach a style of yoga called yin yoga. And what yin yoga is, is the complete opposite yin to the yang of the power vinyasa style. Um, typically working in poses in the hips, lower body, and for about three to five minutes per pose in yin yoga. So it's a chance to slow down. It is a chance to really take a lot of time and just focus on one specific area, um, one joint, and um, 
let the body release. You're not engaged in your yin practice. You're not trying. You are not moving so much. It is a, uh, a time to be still and a time to relax. And that is uh, so beautifully put because it reminds me of why yoga, I feel, is so important and why we practice it to bring it off the mat as well. So, yes. Yeah, and I believe is one of the most beautiful practices for for that. That's the whole point. You know, yoga is the practice of, it's not just the asana that we're talking about either. So, there's obviously the eight limbs of yoga and what we're talking about right now is the physical movement practices that we bring forward in the studios asana and of course there's a little bit of meditation pranayama which is breath work and so a little bit of that is involved um should we go through all eight limbs we should definitely do an episode dedicated to that for sure but i would love to share about what kind of yoga i teach too let's do it Let's do it. So um, I teach a class, and I've been teaching it for a year now, called Move with Intention at Joy Wellness in Salem, New Hampshire. And it's so funny because I took over that class from someone else, and it was already named that. But I had been teaching for a long time, and that's always been the roots of my teaching. I teach really – I actually said this a couple weeks ago, and I feel like it's perfect. I teach yoga from the heart for the soul. So I just love to teach anything that's going to guide you into your intuition through the yoga practice. So I teach all levels vinyasa flow. Sometimes when you come to my classes, it's on a more restorative level. Sometimes it's a more pumped up kind of energy. And I definitely do that when I teach at Hadasana, teaching the power flows or the slow flows. It's been such an honor to be able to teach hot yoga because that's what really brought me so fully into the practice. But I definitely live for teaching that intuitive movement that is flowy, always opening the heart, inviting you to hug yourself at any chance you can get. Hugging, kissing. Um, I invite you to kiss yourself, tell yourself you love you because to me, as I spoke about before, yoga is union and I find that when people are coming on the mat, they're really trying to figure something out, whether it's themselves or what's going on in their lives that brought them there. And the first step is seeing like where it is within you. So the yoga that I teach is just to bring you, bring you within. And I just recently started to have more of an advanced practice, even though I've been practicing for almost five years it's just now that I can do things like a chaturanga (laughs) like a chaturanga or hold my crow pose for more than two seconds and and I've been working on this for years so I feel like as a teacher I'm growing in the aspect of I'm getting more comfortable at times inviting people to try more advanced things because before if you were coming to my class definitely just focusing on that dancey flowy slowing down and firing up but now there's more logistical growth that's popping in and of course we teach partner yoga baby and we teach our ceremonies which i also will teach you partner yoga tie and fly partner yoga is something that is so special to teach we only have had one workshop but that's another thing coming up april 18th <laughs> april 18th april we will be 18th. teaching a partner yoga workshop at hot asana yeah. Um, Sunday at 7.30 p.m. So come for yin. Be yin at 6 o'clock. And then partner yoga 
Yes. And the most beautiful thing about partner yoga is, and of course you're hearing it from two people who are in a relationship. So you're going to be like, it's for couples. And it's like, no, it's not. It's for being with your best friend. It's for being with your siblings. It's for being with your your freaking cousin. (laughs) It's for being with your cousins. It's, it's for being with, you know, that friend that you don't see a lot, but you trust so much. So you want to do something like to just catch up. Like it's for, it's for everybody. And we're back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back. We're here. We're we're getting better at having uncomfortable situations on the podcast. So we're talking about after just taking another moment to break and hug and connect and do what we do. We are now like linking hands, looking in each other's eyes, and if you're if you're wa- if, you're if you're listening, w- watch on YouTube, subscribe, like, comment, subscribe. Of course, YouTube, so you know, like, comment, and subscribe, chatty rungers, we love you. Um, but the reality here, if you're just tuning in or you've like missed something and you're coming back, t- is that we were talking about vinyasa. I started to feel insecure, thinking Dominic was doubting what I was thinking. He Your was intelligence. My intelligence, <laughs> basic, literally my intelligence. And when we hung up to pause, I was like. Right before we started again, I said, sorry if you like think I'm dumb and that's hard for you sometimes. And that just threw him for a complete loop. Yeah. Yeah, Because, yeah, because I don't, I didn't think that. Right. And so I was just reflecting because we're taking a moment to figure out like what's happening. Why are things getting so serious? What's, and it's just the reality. Like the reality is like, yes, you can be in relationship with someone where it's meant to be fun. It's meant to be beautiful, pleasure, your growth. It is it is that healthy change that you deserve, but that doesn't mean that the things that you've been through are not still present in your body and you're not and you're not gonna try to implicate experiences to learn from them. So what I just reverted to you was like in in past relationships, whether it was romantic or friendship or business, I've been led to believe that I'm not intelligent, that I'm dumb, and I've been led completely on for years, for timing, for all the things um to not know what was really going on but to think i'm putting my best foot forward and to be trusting someone and then have it be actually not real or have them actually think that i'm not capable and then all of a sudden it it throws me off of my sense of self and that's happened to me one too many times so unfortunately but fortunately it comes forward in our partnership because we're actually in a healthy space to to face and look at that stuff and we invite, you know, people who are listening, we're not just sharing this, like, we're sharing this because this is the important work that is meant to be happening for everybody right now. Like, yeah. we all deserve to be happy and, and not be with anyone who would ever think we're dumb. And we also yeah. don't deserve to make our partners feel like we don't actually see how much they love us for p- putting putting our insecurities on them. So I think what happened is when I just did that, I was throwing my insecurities on you and that completely turns you off. That completely like scares you. That completely makes you be like, yeah, no, who even is that across from me? And that can be really, and that can be really challenging. Yeah. Because, and then you're, and then you're putting the, it's like Ramda says, the second that you are helping somebody, you are putting them in a position of being helped. The second that I the second that like what do you think i'm dumb it's like and now i'm in a position of like i think that or you think that i think that you're dumb and it's like we can't do this we cannot we cannot have this so it's our it's our work and, and and our mission going forward 
to just be in loving union and and know that and That's know that this is going to rise up and and these things will will bubble up that it's just sad it's just in us from like you said past relationships it's experiences like it's, it's do you want to talk about do you want to talk about the fen dysons uh, i mean right you know do you want to talk about this like i literally these, was <laughs> called an idiot when i was 16 for mopping a floor a wrong way at an ice cream shop when i would literally slave my hours away and i never went back to my job you know ever these things happen you know and and at when i studied adventure education you know i struggled with feeling like i was dumb because i had never I was never into camping or hiking the like maps. everybody let's, let's else who was the there. So the like I would struggle to read the maps and I would get really insecure and I would have to face that and I would have to ask for help in that. Yeah. So well, I mean, I'm well, grateful that you're such a good person that you don't, you don't look at my, you don't look at my work as baggage. I think you let it be my own thing and you like stay rooted in yourself. Um, and so like in moments like that, though, where I'm like, I'm sorry, you think I'm dumb. It's like you have to come up with some type of armor that's keeping you in yourself. And like that is like that shock, that that fear. That's a reaction. <sighs> you know, beautiful, babe. So. That's the work. I don't know. Is this what do you what do you feel? And this podcast isn't meant to be serious. We're meant to be like having... This is a silly goose time and that's it. And also, it gets really serious sometimes. And but that's just the way that it is. It's just the way that it goes. It's the way that it is. We fly by the seat of our pants. Whatever comes up, comes up. And this is what's coming up right now. Real life, live action. You're seeing it. So, yeah, it's something that we've talked about before. It's something that we will... Um, probably continue to work on and that's all good but it is just something that i want you to know that i'm just here to support you and you already know all of this and it's it's nothing new but it's so but the but thing just, is is like it's what is my love language your, baby? Lo your love <laughs> language is uh words yeah words of words of encouragement what are the five love languages let's do it words of affirmation words of affirmation physical touch uh, gifts, acts of service, and the final one, um, touch, service, gifts, words, words, and the last one is quality. quality. How could I forget? Uh, That's my second one. Oh, it's really not your second one then. <gasps> it is your fifth because you couldn't even remember it. Baby, yours, are, yours is physical touch and acts yeah. of service, which yeah. anybody who, you know, sees you probably knows that physical touch is yours because you have this, like, beautiful, touchy, vibey energy. Yoga. What am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> What's happening? We're talking about Whoa. yoga. Whoa. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? That's what we're talking about.
We're here. That's what it is all about. Okay. And we'll start in three, <laughs> two, one, go. So the other, um, the other thing that we wanted to talk about on this episode was not just the classes that we teach and where we teach, but how yoga helps us in our everyday life. Yoga is, um, there are no competitions, there are no belts, there are no trophies, there are no anything like that. It's not, there's no, there's nothing to get from yoga. So why do people do yoga? Why do you do yoga? And why do you think that people do yoga? Well, to answer that first question, why do I do yoga? I do it to show up for myself. I do it because it is a medicine present in my life. It allows me to take care of myself in a way that I've never done before. And it allowed me to activate independence, which is something that I didn't have much of. And it's just one of the most sacred things in the world that makes me feel alive. And feeling alive is so important. And I think that that's one of the main reasons people practice yoga. There's something about, and we're talking, well, right now I'm talking the asana. There's something about getting on the mat and moving in your body and tapping into the breath that can allow people to feel something that they've never felt before, which is this f- sense of presence and the sense of union, which is what yoga translates to. And a lot of the times I feel like people have this like, oh, moment with yoga where they're like, whoa, like things feel a little bit better right whoa, now after this, this class. Is, this is actually like, yeah, this is improving my day-to-day life. Right. And so that's another reason as I practice, and I believe other people practice yoga. As you were talking about yin, it gives you the opportunity to slow down, and it gives you the opportunity to surrender. And then as well as when we're practicing something like vinyasa, we're firing up and we're using our strength. We're doing things that we never thought we could do. When you dedicate an hour or an hour and a half or you know, maybe you're on a retreat or a workshop and you're dedicated for a week or a month. There's something about that that you can't help but translate it to the rest of your life. So yoga is this vehicle for transformation and acceptance. And that's why I think I practice. That's why I know I practice and why I believe other people practice. How about you, baby? I practiced initially as a workout. I practiced because it was something to get me sweating and moving. And uh, like I said, done the insanity, Shanti, shout out Shanti, um, in the basement for a while. So it was just like a new, uh, it was a new gym time for me to initial to, to start. And then I started to appreciate the breathing. Um, the beginning and then shout out um casey to shane she would always do like you. single so much. single nostril breathing different types of um different types of breathing exercises in the beginning um started to really appreciate shavasana um did not like shavasana in the beginning of my practice did not take shavasana would move constantly would twitch would would, would fidget for those who don't know what Shavasana is. Oh, Shavasana is um, at the end of practice, you lay flat on your back, um, starfish pose, <laughs> corpse pose. Some people sprawl out, 
spread eagle. Some people do hands on the belly. Some people uh, do soup to bada, let soup to um, soles of the feet together, knees out to the side. Soup to bada kanasana. Shout out John Hubbard. He used to say soup to soup to patata, soup to bada, soup soup to patata. <laughs> <laughs> he always said it reminded him of a soup. Soup to patata pose. It's the rest after the work. It is the rest after the work. Shavasana, corpse pose, the end of class, turn everything off, binaural beats, whatever <laughs> whatever you play. Some people, I don't know, some teachers crank sh- songs in Shavasana. I like a nice slow, maybe like there's an album, um, not album, there's a playlist on Spotify called Floating Through Space, and I use a lot of those kinds of um, like spacey, like like those kinds of things <laughs> in my on my 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 shabasana. And why do you think other people practice yoga, babe? What's your take on that? Um, I think people do it for. There's a lot of people who practice yoga. I think some people do it um, for the workout. A lot of people come just for tone and flow classes. They they won't really do any vinyasa style classes it'll just be a strictly workout for them some people come for rehabilitation you'll see a lot of people in yin that are um, rehabbing an injury some people do it for the movement some people do it for the breath some people do it for the sweat some people do it to come and cry some people do it for the community and it's a little mixture of everything everything for everybody and i think that's why people continue to come I think that's why during the whole quarantine, people were dying to come to yoga. Mm. Um, I mean, we opened back up in June of last year. And yeah, I mean, we're masked mask to your mat, but we've been practicing without a mask on for like we've been months so blessed. and months and months. Yeah, and just absolutely. that is that is the community that that we have. It's just like it's close knit. We want to just we do it. For, some people do yoga for the hugs. And that is, that is <laughs> really, I mean, why I, why I love hot asana so much and why it's just from the moment that I stepped in there from, you know, the moment the, from the first class that I took years and years and years ago, four, three, beautiful. actually years and years and years, three, four years ago. <laughs> And that's the most beautiful thing is that it's a never ending practice and that for some people it's it'll stay in the life. asana, right? It'll stay in the sweat. It'll stay in being with the community. And for some people it'll, it'll go even deeper. It'll go even deeper into the ethics and, and the breath work. And we'll get into that. And soon the beautiful in the next thing is, episodes. the beautiful thing is that it is whatever you want it to be. And it is so many different things for so many different people. Um, that you can't you can't tell anybody else what it is you can't there is no like yoga is this and it's and it's Mm-mm, like this, that's a that's this a is no. how we this is how we, we practice yoga it's like no you practice yoga any way that you want to there are no rules you come to my class and especially i say it all the time there are no rules uh-huh. and um i think that it's, it's important it's important to feel confident to do anything that you want to do on your mat to express Anything that you, anything that you are, anything that is coming up and to just let it all go. Yeah. That's beautiful, baby. Wow. What a great way to round out um, such a powerful episode, babe. Such a powerful episode. And I just want to obviously just thank you for being here and doing this with me and 
Thank you, baby. Sharing the space and holding the space. And for all of you who are listening, this is the real. This is the truth. Yeah, you're watching this happen live action. This is the second, third time we've ever done something like this. We're not professional recording artists. We have no experience with microphones or um, recording technology. Uh, This is not our world. We are stepping into something completely new. And we honor that you are here with us at the beginning and we hope that you continue to stay with us on this wild ride into podcasting and just pretty much documenting our our lives yeah and you know we're so used to having these conversations in private and going deep and growing through things like in the moment we do our best to do that and it's a really beautiful invitation and a little bit of a challenge to do it in the live in the present moment, but it's worth it to share with all of you. So as a community, we can continue to inspire each other to reflect and connect and strive for nothing but the best. We want nothing but safety and love. Beautiful, baby. We love you so much. Check us out on Instagram at chatty rungas as a group. Yep. To find me in my individual work with my growth guidance and my healing and all that jazz at erica.thegrowthguide. That's on Instagram. I'm at La Rosa Yoga. Get your blocks. Solid cherry, wooden blocks. Shout out Denise Kane. I got to get you yours. And shout out New Hampshire Float Therapy and Londonderry. Um, go check them out. Drew, great guy up there. Drew and Denise, we love you guys. Final um, final shout out to our sponsor, Hymns and Magic, JackieRuane.com. <laughs> check her out for vegan, cruelty-free shout out products, all the sexy things. And shout out, shout out Lush. Get it, let's get let's get us some hair products in here. We just did we did a big trip to Lush. Let's talk about a trip to Lush next time on the potty. Yes, um, we absolutely us, will. So stay tuned. Get us, get us um get us some hair hair oils. And remember, you know, just like we took some time to hug it out tonight, maybe you invite that action into your world somewhere else. Give, Give someone you love a hug. Yeah, and even if you feel like you don't want to. You know, next time you're in a real it. contentious situation, give them a hug. Give them a hug. And if you still have to fight it out, you still got to talk it out, that's healthy. And yeah. you still hug. You let it go. Yeah. And you let it, you let it grow. We grow, baby. We love you. We're out.